0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Naturally Supernatural. Jade here, Director of GGC College of Supernatural Ministry in Sydney, Australia and part of GGC Life Church. My passion is to raise up sons and daughters and see men and women living out their God-given calling and dreams to live naturally, supernaturally and walk by the power of Holy Spirit for Jesus. On this podcast you'll hear stories about revival, miracles, encounters with God and moving in the gifts of Holy Spirit such as healing, prophecy, preaching, creativity, pioneering, leading and much much more from everyday believers. Listen as we unpack theology, culture and real stories. That we believe will unlock the naturally supernatural life in you. Hey everyone, I believe right now God is opening us into a season of divine upgrades, upgrades in your vocation, in your calling, in relationships and opportunities god is always listening to our prayers he hears the cries of our hearts both the prayers that we have spoken as well as the ones that we did not speak aloud and god doesn't just want to hear what we have to say he wants to respond and show you that he has great plans and great ideas on how to address the prayers that you are praying right now psalm 141 david sings Lord, let my prayers be counted as incense before you and in the book of Revelation chapter 5 where the four living creatures are encircling the throne saying holy 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 is the Lord God almighty and the elders around the throne actually are holding a harp and a bowl full of incense full of the prayers of the saints and they're bringing it before the Lord and the rest of that chapter and the chapters that follow is actually God. answering the prayers of the saints. Now, I want to tell you right now, divine upgrade is coming because God has and hears your prayers. And I believe he's going to be answering our prayers more obviously than we could even imagine. But the question is, are you ready? Right now, I believe we are in a time of combined harvest where we're seeing more salvations, more evangelists being raised, more believers moving in the gift of evangelism than ever before. There is a multiplication, expansion happening across the whole body of Christ. God is in the business of enlarging our tent pegs. He is at this point in time, enlarging the dreams, the calling, the promises, the visions that he has given us. And an example of this in the Bible is that Abraham gets a dream to be a father. He wants to be a father, but God enlarges that dream to make Abraham a father of nations. So be ready right now for the divine upgrade. The question is, are you ready for them? Are you aligned to God in your life right now? Are there areas you need to surrender and let go? Or are there areas you need to repent and turn back to him? Do not miss what God wants to do in your life right now. See, like the 10 virgins, 5 of them had oil and 5 of them did not. So be ready for what God wants to do. But if we're not ready, it's not just missing what God has for us. Sometimes God still pours out the blessing, but we're not ready for it. Like King Saul, he was not ready in his spirit and soul to receive the upgrade of kingship and the anointing and the calling and the promise on his life. He was not able to steward by his character and by his choices and by his lack of surrender to the Lord. Or other times, God wants to give us the upgrade, but we're already holding on to something so tightly that he has been telling us to let go and surrender for a while. But we need to have both clean and pure hearts and clean and open hands so that we can fully receive what God has for us. So a pure heart looks like an undivided devotion to the Lord, Clean hands looks like we're not holding on anything too tightly, but to God alone. What are the areas of divine upgrade that I believe God is releasing Right now, firstly, I believe God is going to be doing things in the marketplace in our vocation. I believe God is going to be calling people into different jobs or upgraded jobs where there will be more financial stability and time to actually live out other areas of our life and to have the balance, the thriving life that God wants for us us. I believe God is right now also having believers step into places of enlarged leadership and influence because he wants to send believers into workplaces, into businesses, into places of entrepreneurialism so that those leaders being sent there can influence and pastor a generation of people outside of the church. And so I pray if you're sensing this this move of God to start a new business, this move of God to change job, this move of God where you may have already stepped into a promotion or you're feeling or you're sensing or you're wanting that promotion, I pray that like Daniel who experienced this, back in the Old Testament, that you grow in your intimacy and relationship with the Lord because you need the spirit of wisdom of revelation. You need Jesus himself to help you, to guide you, to show you, to lead you in wisdom on how to be that leader of influence in your new role. And let me just say as well, that stepping into a new job, a new season is scary. Think about Abraham, when he was called from where he lived, as a prince with his families, into the wilderness, into the unknown, into the new. And that is scary and uncomfortable. But sometimes you do need to step out of where you are, where there is a lid, into the new, where there is no lid and maybe even no boundaries or definitions yet. But as you step out, God will show you where the boundary lines are. He will show you your new territory and your new land. And in that place, there will be enough room for you to grow in your assets and grow in your leadership and grow in your skills to really be that leader that you need to be to influence generations. Upgrades in calling. I believe right now, God really wants all of us to gain a deep revelation of our first and foremost calling as his sons and daughters. And then secondly, on how that calling as his son and daughter is being manifested in our life, in our time, in this world right now. So how are we manifesting being his royal sons and daughters in the world. And so be ready for God to speak to you in dreams. Be ready to hear him in the still small voice. Be ready to even have reoccurring conversations or signs and ideas that seem to be popping up again and again, where God is confirming to you your calling and how to manifest, how to operate in your calling and when you do get that still small voice or that random dream or that reoccurring conversation or sign do not shake it off but start moving in the direction of faith have faith that you heard God have faith that God is with you have faith that he is leading you faith needs to be demonstrated by action. So you do need to start taking steps towards what you believe God has placed in your heart. It would be an unshakable burden. Sometimes it might feel crazy, sound crazy, but it will be an unshakable burden. So start moving, even if you have to crawl in the direction of that burden. Now, some of you might be saying, Jade, I already know I am a son and daughter and I already know how to manifest my calling as a royal son and daughter on the earth. And in fact, I'm already doing that very thing. I am in the flow. I am on the move just as God is on the move. Well, for those sons and daughters out there, well done. Keep going. And I just want to let you know that God has more For you. And the more for you, however, may also come with a bit of a sanctification experience. And so do not be afraid and do not be discouraged when you do experience that sanctification, that refinement, that upgrade because let me tell you, you are not going backwards. You are not circling around the same mountain, but you are experiencing trials that actually is building greater perseverance, endurance, hope, and character in you, up leveling all that of who you are, the vessel of who you are. So you can take on the next phase of what your calling looks like. So do not back down from that sanctification. Do not back down from the discipline of the Lord, but trust him lean into him and know that he's done it before he's doing it he's gonna do it again and you will be victorious in him because he has already overcome god is bringing upgrades in the area of relationships i believe god is so passionate about family and marriage and healthy thriving communities and, you know, I believe this is a, something he is jealous for, he died for, and he truly wants with us, but for us to have with each other. I believe the church is going to have restored to her the beauty and the, the value of healthy marriage, healthy friendships, healthy relationships. And, you know, I think in the world we can see that the devil is terrified of this. And he seems to have been working overtime in trying to bring... Confusion into identity and confusion into relationships. And he's been trying to tempt us with dysfunction in areas of addiction that cause us to numb our flaws and numb our hearts so that we can't learn to be more connected to the Lord and connected with each other. But I believe right now there is divine grace being poured out for all of us to overcome those strategies and lies of the devil and to come back to our source of power, our source of comfort, Jesus, who will then melt and restore our heart of flesh and teach us also how to steward a heart of flesh, teach us to walk by the spirit, but also thrive in our soul, in our mind, in our emotions and in our choices so that we can have Deeply connected relationships. I believe the church is going to become a voice, a leading voice on how to do relationships well, how to do marriage well, how to have thriving connection and communities. And single people from non-believing spaces are going to come. Married people from non-believing spaces are going to come and they're going to seek counsel, wisdom, revelation from believers who are experiencing all this breakthrough from God. And even as I speak, this is stirring in your heart that you also are hungering for deep connected relationship with God and deep and connected thriving relationships with those around you or a thriving marriage that you are contending for. Let me tell you that that is actually something God has put in your heart. And if he's put it in your heart, he has graced for you in that space. Right now is the time to respond to that call, respond to that promise, respond to that grace and in partnership with God, level up in your knowledge around how to steward your heart well, how to be an effective communicator that communicates vulnerably, honestly and with love and how to build intimacy with those around you. I believe the church is going to reclaim this place of not just spiritual health, but thriving in our soul as well as our body. Because Jesus died for us to have holistic freedom in all of these areas, which of course is needed and necessary for thriving communities and relationships. Even now, as I'm speaking, I pray that radical hope fills your heart in terms of the dreams and the hopes and the desires that God has for you for thriving relationships and friendships. For the men, I believe God is pouring out grace. For you to overcome any insecurities and demons that have been holding you back from maybe your upbringing or even just limiting self-belief. Father is on your side. He has your back and he is going to be pouring into you courage and truth and self-compassion and grace so that you can deal with these shadows, these giants in your hearts, overcome them and be a man of incredible integrity and courage who will listen to the Lord and in faith pursue and find a wife. Whilst women, I believe God is also showing you what it looks like to raise your standard, to be confident that he has placed you where you need to be and that in your place of faithful pursuit of the Lord, faithful service of the Lord, faithful living out your calling and being you, fully you, full of him, you will be presented before godly men who match your level of godliness, righteousness and hunger for the Lord. But do not settle, do not settle and you choose, you choose that godly man. I believe right now the father no longer wants, he really wants freedom from dysfunctional or just marriages where people are just surviving and he's taking the the whole church and all of us into a place of thriving marriages. Upgrades and opportunities. I believe God is releasing divine opportunities. I believe that these opportunities, there will be more than just one because like in the Garden of Eden, there were plenty of amazing and awesome and good good fruit to eat from but only just really one bad choice and so I feel like father is going to be increasing and multiplying the opportunities before you and why there is more than just one of his best is because he wants you to choose and love looks like a choice he wants you to be taking ownership and be fully responsible for your choice but as you look through these choices there are a word of caution i would say be wary that as you discern through these choices from the lord be wary that there will be weeds amongst the wheat and you'll need to discern because in early days they will look the same however god is trusting you to choose well and that looks like leaning into him following him trusting him but then taking ownership to make a good choice that glorifies him And I hope you are actually really excited for these upgrades that the Lord wants to bring. Are you ready for what God is wanting to do in 2023? Well, I believe there are four keys that the Lord has let me know about to help prepare us to step into these upgrades. These four keys are we need to grow our faith. We need to grow our holiness. We need to allow the Lord to discipline us. And we need to be people who are mature eating, feasting on the word of God and not just receiving milk from those around us. Growing faith. When God wants to give us a good thing, we actually first need to believe that it is good and that what he has for us is the best. And we cannot have faith if we do not have action. Why? Because what we believe we will both do and say. So what are you doing and saying right now reveals your faith. As I'm saying this, I pray Holy Spirit reveals to you areas of your life that maybe you do have little faith. Start taking stock and think through relationally, in your career, in your friendships, in your spirituality, in your emotional health, in your physical health. What area of your life is your faith perhaps a little smaller than another area? And the good news is God wants to give you faith. And you can build that faith. Now, faith can come as small as a mustard seed, but it's not about the size of the faith that you receive, but it's the giver of that seed. Preacher Tony Evans would say, great faith looks like the quality of the substance that you place that faith in. And the quality of our substance is God himself. And he is good. So trust him to make things come to pass. Now, I know in this time of growing faith, of building your faith, be it reading testimonies, be it renewing your mind through scripture, be it walking in the steps of the direction of faith, you may experience a waiting season. Now, the waiting season doesn't mean that we just sit back and say, I prayed the prayer and God is going to deliver onto my lap the very thing I prayed. No, the waiting season, when we look at the word waiting in the Bible, it actually is more of an active waiting. It's more of an ambush kind of waiting, kind of like when David was ambushing King Saul. He went to where he knew Saul was going to be and he went fully prepared and ready to pounce when King Sol turned up. Likewise, we need to be ready to ambush God. And you know what? He actually wants you to be in the very place that he promised your breakthrough, the very thing that's on your heart that you want. You need to be there and you need to be there ready. What does that look like? So think about Jacob. He needed to battle with Esau. But before he could battle with Esau, he needed God's blessing. And so he first, to have the victory of Esau, he needed to first battle with God. And he went in and wrestled with the Lord. And even to the point of where he held on until God blessed him, held on. And in humility, he could not let go of God. And that very battle with the Lord, that wrestling with the Lord, allowed him to win the field with Esau and so what does that look like for you let's say if you're believing for a godly partner a godly husband or wife well First and foremost, you need to be ready to be on the scene, to meet that godly person. So you need to be developing in your godliness, in your holiness, in your fear of the Lord. And you need to actually be in that place of relationship first with God. Do the battle first with the Lord and then let him take you to the place where you can be found or you will find another person who's doing the very same thing as you, serving the Lord, loving the Lord and Seeking him with everything that they have. Key two, holiness. To me, holiness is intimacy with the Lord. It is developing our love, our awareness, our understanding of him. Falling more in love with him. And I believe God loves us to be holy like him. And that is why Christ died for our righteousness. And I also believe there is power in purity. Because purity means that our hearts are completely open and undistracted to receive and follow God, receive God and to follow him. And so how can, how can you receive the gift of holiness? Draw near to God and let him renew your mind of what it means to be holy, what it means to be pure, what it means to delight in purity because it is a beautiful gift and it is a joy and it is a wonderful way to live. Key three, discipline. Discipline is allowing the Lord to train us, knowing that he is a good, good father and he is going to teach us what we need. And in the teaching, sometimes there are tests but we need to trust him in that testing process and go back to what he said, go back to our testimonies, go back to his character because God is a God of great integrity and to in faith allow that training to be complete and to bear an incredible fruit in us of faith, of holiness, of love, of Christ-likeness, of being fully ready to receive the upgrades that God has for us. And final key, I believe right now God is raising this grace for believers to fall in love with reading the Word of God, with eating the meat of the Word of God for themselves. You know, for long enough, we have been listening to amazing preachers, feed us spiritual milk, spiritual milk. But it's time for us now as believers, not just to hear what other people were saying, but to actually for ourselves encounter and discover God through his word and be strengthened through reading of scripture. These four keys, I believe, are critical for you to step into your divine upgrades with God. And then a final word of what I believe prophetically God is doing around the world. I believe in the US, God is bringing the church back to its apostolic foundations, going back to the foundations of identity, of the goodness of God, of the character of God, and also living the ancient pathway, living God's way instead of the world's way. And I believe apostolic movement across America is going to bring such a an alignment and a unity across the church in America. In Australia and New Zealand, I believe God is raising new prophetic voices. I believe it's the season of the Elishas to be rising up. And so it's really important, I believe, for Elijah's existing prophets, mums and dads who are moving in the prophetic office or in the gifts of prophecy to be mentoring, to supporting, training, empowering the Elishas in your life. I believe that in Australia and New Zealand, we're going to see an upgrade in the prophetic ministry outside of the church. We're going to see increase of prophetic streams in businesses, in solutions, like even chemical solutions to scientific breakthroughs. I believe there's going to be more ways that we're going to start discovering how the prophetic gift can be and is being used uh, in the world today to bring God glory. In Europe, I see a wildfire blooming across churches. I see the raw power of God, the love of God, mark men and women. I believe the church will start moving into areas of society that maybe... The world considers progressive and these communities seeing the church as backwards, but they're going to start receiving the church as a place of answers, of solutions, of authenticity. And I see an increase of evangelists raised up in Europe and evangelism moving in that nation and a harvest of salvations. I believe there will be people who carry a grace like Reinhard Bonkey in Europe where their hearts are going to be crying out Europe will be saved the way Reinhard cried out for Africa in Asia i see more mature and leading voices stepping up and taking ownership of their territory that the lord has placed them in and i believe that these leaders in asia are going to build strategic bridges to the global church and it'll be so interesting because I, I see nations like china actually withdrawing from the world but it is actually the church the church in china and in asia who'll be doing the opposite and building strategic bridges with the church and globally i believe the gift of prophecy is going to become more and more and more normal across the whole body of christ I think that prophets who do believe this to be important and want to see this happen are going to start really teaching how we reclaim this gift with honor and excellence. And for all the prophets out there, do make sure you are planted, you are accountable to a local church. It's cool seeing prophecy demonstrated and more accessible online around the world. I'm sure apart from this podcast, you're probably going to be able to find at least like 20 different prophetic words happening right now for the world. However, I feel like more accountability is going to come into the gift of prophecy and self-named prophets will slowly be a trend of the past because the lack of accountability and community has done more damage In through the gift of prophecy, then good. So it's so important for those who have a passion for prophecy to make sure that you are planted, you have accountability, you have leaders who love Jesus, who can speak into your life and who can help you. Feedback and correction is one of the biggest gifts when it comes to developing the gift of prophecy. See, we need prophets who operate like sons and daughters and sons and daughters are in family. The local church is such a gift And it is a place where the gifts on your life, especially the gift of prophecy, gets to grow, be nurtured, be expressed whilst your character is molded and shaped and upgraded to to steward that gift well. I myself is planted at GGC Life Church with incredible pastors, Leah and Christine. And it's it's such a joy and an honor to have men and women who love the Lord, who have walked ahead of me and who are able to speak life encouragement and correction into me to help me stay the course. And we all need that. We hope you enjoyed that episode and we pray that you've been richly encouraged and inspired to hunger after God and to live courageously for Jesus. We also have some exciting news to help you not miss the next episode. Naturally Supernatural is now on all leading platforms including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music and Pandora. Subscribe, but also reach out to us if you have questions or stories you would like to hear on the show. Join us next time and let the naturally supernatural life for Jesus be unlocked in you. Bless you guys.